everybody. Welcome to season two, episode 26 of Belgariad and Beyond, the show where we explore magical reality through fiction, chapter by chapter. And we've begun with the Belgariad series of books by David Eddings. This season, we're reading book two, Queen of Sorcery. And today we're diving into chapter 25. My name is Sandra Turnbull. I'm from the Goddess Kindled Universe. I'm an author and a holistic therapist. I do lots of things around being kind to yourself and managing those really cruel voices that can carry on in your in your head. I'm here with my podcast partner, the darling Alicia. Hey guys, I'm Alicia Seymour. I am a fantasy author and a story guide and I you know, I write my own novels for healing purposes, and I also help other people to do the same. So it's a gift to be able to do that work. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we're here. Kicking so, yeah, out basically again. about all things story and magical realism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, as a weird, no, okay. Sorry. <laughs> There was a weird thing on the spreadsheet. I'm like, what is that? Anyway, it's gone now. <laughs> uh, it's not one of those light things, is it? No, no, it was just a lot. Don't worry about it. it was, <laughs> we have a spreadsheet that we, so there were a run sheet for the show, you know, so we put our notes and the segment things that we're going to talk about and keep us kind of organised. And that might seem like the conversation just kind of goes where it wants. And well, it does, but we do have a little (laughs) bit of a framework that we work to. Yeah. Otherwise it would really be disorganized. (laughs) 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 Mm. Okay. So cup of tea. All right. Polgaris cup. You're drinking your cup of tea. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so this week my potion is rich red wine, the full moon reflected in its surface. Mm. Because we went out for dinner with dear, dear friends last weekend and it was the full moon, it was the night of the full moon and when we came out of the restaurant it had been raining and so the world just kind of had that washed clean kind of scent and feeling and... um, there's in the grounds where the restaurant is, there's the ruin of a castle. And so I kind of looked and there's this ruin of a castle. I look up and there's this moon glowing in the clouds in the sky and it was completely freaking magical. Mm-hmm. This is my life. I love it. I love it. And so, you know, there's that. And it just makes me so happy. So happy. Oh. That would make me happy too. <laughs> and apart from that, um the not so grand thing is that i'm getting some itchy symptoms again you know the oh my god i want to rip my boob off itchy um <laughs> symptom <laughs> oh. <laughs> because i related to something yeah it totally is it totally is related <laughs> to something like i have this tiny little pat tiny little fleck of like dermatitis I guess you call it just uh-huh. underneath my left nipple hello everyone mm. welcome to the show and and I swear to god I would rip my 
fucking nipple right off when it's flared up. It's just ridiculous. And so it started to flare up again. It's been quiet for a really long time. Now, the last time it flared up, I think I did actually do some prophecy on it, but I was very vague about what I was asking questions about because boob, itchy, whatever. Tim, I perhaps, (laughs) and I reined myself in, which is very unusual in itself. This time, no, not doing that. Yeah. I think... And I and I and the 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 conclusion I came to last time was that it had something to do with me over nurturing because by nature mm-hmm. I am a nurturer. Right. I want to fix everyone, make everything okay for everyone. I'm a Libra. I am the most Libra and Libra you're ever gonna meet. I want everything to be okay and balanced all the time. And I know how to do it for you because I'm great at that. Let me do it. <laughs> right. So and I've been kind of ramping. I've been really holding everything very tightly. And uh, basically, I am my own bottleneck in a lot of cases for business because I feel like there's nobody else who can do it as well as I can. And if I do right. it, then in, then I know it's going to be done this way that I like it to be done. And, you know, hello, OCD from a couple of episodes ago. And uh, and that extends out to the people that I love. If they're upset mm-hmm. or if I can help in any way, then I'm going to try and do that. Even yeah. if you're a grown-ass adult who can do that shit for yourself and work it out and maybe the thing that I need to do is to kind of step back and let you work that shit out. <sighs> anyway, so there you go. That's my potion <laughs> with a little itchy chaser. Oh geez, uh, yeah, that, does, <laughs> that does sound really uncomfortable. I'll say, uh, oh. but it it would make sense. The physical manifestation of yep. you know what yep. that represents. I'm breastfeeding the whole freaking world. <laughs> That's too much for anybody to take on. <laughs> too much. <laughs> it's no wonder the skin's dried out. Mm-hmm. Well. The thing is, you become aware of it. You become aware of it. So now that's the path to slowly like working past it. Correct. One step at a time. (laughs) Um, Okay. My cup is a mug of butterbeer this week Mm -hmm. because Girl Scout camp is over and it's behind me and I can just breathe again. It was a good trip. We had fun overall. Uh, It was a different experience because I was with my younger daughter the whole time instead of my older. Um, Because this was the first time my youngest had gone to camp. So usually I'm with my other one. But she did fine. My oldest was fine. She had a lot of fun. Um, I think she enjoyed like the independence was a good experience for her sleeping without me. Mm -hmm. Um, Her and her best friend shared a bunk and so they were oh, kind of like the support system for each other and you know I hear after that at the end of the trip as we're all driving home that her friend woke her up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom she didn't want to wake an adult she woke up Alexis instead and so of course you <laughs> don't want to wake up an adult and say you gotta pee you want to wake your best friend up yeah and so because of the way it set up the cabins the bathrooms are outside of the cabin about I don't know theirs was probably like 
15 feet away. Mm-hmm. And so it was just a funny story. They woke up in the middle of the night together, a little trek to the bathroom and stuff. Uh, but it was good. The air up there is is thinner though. And it, it changes, like my energy changes, my whole energy, my head gets a little bit like a dizzy sensation in the evenings mainly while I'm up there mm-hmm. but it was it's always um it's always an interesting experience to feel that shift though it's like uh, it's almost like I'm closer to the magic up there in some ways closer mm-hmm. to the universe and its messages and that kind of stuff I just mm-hmm. felt more open and connected yeah I think very often we do feel that when we go to places where we're unplugged. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't really get service up there at all. My phone is in and out. And it's not um, just that the, you're up at a higher altitude. It's that the, the electrical energy that is, that we're so mired in all the time down here is not so thick in those places. Yeah. Yeah it's very much getting in nature all the activities are in nature and so it's it's a good experience totally. it can just be um stressful as a troop leader and as a mom up there because there's you know lots of meltdowns and you know yeah. people getting hurt my child fell down like six times just on saturday <laughs> she came home with i remember i remember this scratch kind of like right here on the side of her nose uh-huh. on set on friday evening and i'm like how did that happen when did that happen she's like i fell down and and i hit my face i'm like when here at cam and she's like yeah i said how did i miss that and how, you didn't cry she's like no and then the next thing she's got bruises and more scratches and it's just it doesn't feed her though <laughs> this is your little one <laughs> yeah my little one she's tough when it comes to that stuff it was just yeah, funny how she kept she kept getting all these new these things just appear yeah. on her I'm like how did that happen my little one too I can remember when she was quite small if she came to me with a with a hurt like saying oh this mm-hmm. hurts you went to the bloody hospital because it was probably broken because she never told you about <laughs> any of you like she, she's just a tank oh wow how funny huh <laughs> So yeah, that, that was, uh, I was glad to have that done. And then also like just <clears throat> um, shifting into like more business work mm-hmm. and figuring out how I, like me, myself, want to represent myself through my business without trying to mirror anybody else in any way, you know, is it's been really hard for me. And even I know, as I, I know, babe, it's so hard. Well done. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like celebrating you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm just at that place right now, figuring out what that looks like for me. And I've already made a few changes on my like accounts where I am on social media. Yep. Um, and I'm just going to start being myself. Like, I don't like to do videos I'm not going to do videos I'm just going to share through my writing and and images and other ways that I can great Um, but yeah just figuring that out and not letting it interfere with my writing because my writing has suffered and I am aware that it's suffering 
but I've committed myself to get back to writing tomorrow morning, no matter what, I'm writing 500 words. Great. So there's that. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Okay. I may have to mute myself a few times because uh, my throat is kind of scratchy. That's all right, sweetheart. Do you want to do Gary and view? Yeah. Gary's view is they have an encounter with, okay this part I think I skimmed over too much and I shouldn't have but they they encounter like the Murgos come so Murgos I think they're on their own ship and they have this tension between them almost these this little almost fight develops and it leaves the whole gang feeling really uneasy at the end of the chapter um, and then at the beginning we also see Garion's hormones are on the rise some little moments with him and Sinidra again and then of course there's after all the Murgo stuff like at the tail end Aunt Pole comes out and she's the one that's able to diffuse it all but that triggers this response in Garion so they have this like big blowout in front of like he kind of just yells at her in front of everybody and so that was a little bit of tension there too but mm-hmm. I mean that's that's the sum of the chapter that I got okay Well, let's go into Wolf's Wisdom and talk about the chapter in a little bit more depth. Yeah. So they've gone back to the ship after being in Droblek's um, office and um, they're just basically on the ship waiting for Silk, uh, waiting for word from Silk and Mr. Wolf. Um, Sinedra is feeling better and so she um, comes up on deck (laughs) and Carrion's like all... Because uh, she's clothed almost like that woman was in the last chapter. Well, like, I, th- we've got to remember though that we're coming from Garion's mind. Like this, yeah. is, this story is coming from through Garion's mind, and as far as he's concerned, her dryad tunic—it's just a light tunic—is little bit like not much better than the very revealing gowns that the Nearson women are wearing, and so uh-huh. I think that perhaps young Garion wants all of that yumminess under that tunic all for himself and doesn't want any of it being shown off. <laughs> and I don't think it's as sheer as he thinks it is. He just thinks it's too sheer. Mm. See, I didn't pick and up short. on that, but but maybe <laughs> that is that maybe that is what he's feeling. Like uh, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's entirely his his Sendarian upbringing in this case, right? <laughs> he just wants to be the only one who's who's seeing it. Well, not that he would know that that's what the problem is. Of course, he's just like being all mm-hmm. prudish. Yeah. It's like he's not aware of why he's reacting that way, but uh, it's likely a little bit of jealousy. So yeah, that's that was far always. <laughs> get a chuckle out of that <laughs> out of this, this this little kind of these moments with the two of them mm-hmm. and and she of course she just laughs at him tell he tells her to go put more clothes on and i won't go off on a patriarchal rant it's all good guys she he tells her to go put more clothes on and um she just laughs at him mm-hmm. <laughs> but i totally could go off on a patriarchal bench. I totally could, <laughs> but I won't. I'll behave. See there, then that's again, that 
fat right there, me putting myself back in my box, back in my box. Anyway, mm. let me just keep going with the conversation. Quick, 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 take me away from this. <laughs> so they move forward uh, like with Garion and Sinidra, and she continues to teach him the reading and writing. Mm -hmm. But And it seems he's learning really, really quickly. Like he's really fast at catching yep. on. Yeah. But she doesn't acknowledge, like he's aware that she doesn't acknowledge that fact, but yet she is quick to jump on him for anything he messes up. Delights in it, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> Awaiting his next mistake. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, they're just yeah. like, um, she's just a little bitch. <laughs> yeah. And she's, it's, yeah. I think she's, you know, pretty self-absorbed at this point. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> and the way she keeps herself high and mighty is by knocking others, maybe. Well, you know, just a little bit to be like, she can't even acknowledge somebody else's feats because then it makes her feats less important. And Well, I guess so. But yeah, yeah, I guess so. But they, they seem to, these two just seem to push each other's buttons like a yeah. lot. Yeah. I mean, they mentioned too that the heat is making them short tempered and irritable. Oh, and I know that heat does that to me. Yeah. It does. <laughs> you should see my older daughter in the heat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just ratty. You just like go by yourself till it's cooler. <laughs> yeah it can make you miserable yeah so then it moves moves on to them waking one morning and there's um a naisen ship that's on a nearby wharf mm -hmm. and there's like this awful smell coming mm -hmm. yep that we find out is because of the slaves that are on the ship yeah so it's a slaver the ship and um, so Nielsen's are slippers. They trade in human misery, as Mandarellen puts it. Yeah. And so from what I gather, what we gather from the, the conversation, uh, slavery is illegal in the Alon and Arend countries, but not in Nisa. Yeah, so they're sort of explaining this to Garion, who sort of who wants to know what that smells. That's where it starts, and um, it just smells like horrible. And they talk about it for a little while, but then some Murgos come up to the ship, so they don't come off the ship. They approach the Nursen ship, and then the Nursen sailors come out, and they bring out a line of slaves for the Murgos to see. So I'd say the Murgos are customers wanting to buy slaves and so they're showing their wares and they're all chained together like with, with metal collars yeah. chained together and they're all in a row. And Mandra Allen gets, gets outraged. Did you catch this bit? Yeah, I saw that he got outraged because of horrendous men mm. were some of the slaves and he yeah. thought it was just rumours but now yeah. he sees it's true so he's upset about it. And so what's happened is uh, some, some of the nobles in Arendia have been selling their serfs to the Nissans. Mm. Yeah. 
to, you know, increase their wealth, get their money. And Amanda Allen recognizes the uh, mark on one of um, um, a crest. He recognizes a crest huh. on one of the tunics of the men, you know, declares that he's going to challenge this Baron of Toborel when he gets back to Arendia, would denounce him publicly and, you know, be right. able to kill him. Um, and then there's a little conversation about, you know, Barrack's sort of, it's like circle slave, what's the difference? And, and Mandarin's so noble. Like I can imagine any serfs that Mandarin has on his, had on his land would be well cared for and it would be yeah. a community of, you know, the, 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 the noble intentions of that kind of society is that it's a home, it's a community. Mm -hmm. So you have the big house and then you have the village around the big house. Um, you know, and so the, the crops, the farmers and the, the artisans and how you support the big house and the big house protects their community. So, and that's, you know, ideally, I suppose, how it's supposed to work. Not that I'm any kind of expert, but, you know, so he has this noble ideal. And I imagine that there are a lot of people who just like the money and don't give a shit. As we saw when they were all riding you know, traveling through Arendia, the state and the right. condition of the serfs through some of the domestic. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of uh, when Garion was observing it and getting really upset about it. A couple of times it happened. Mm. And what was the name of that guy that they left behind? I, I forgot his name now. Uh, that Lelderin. was his friend, Lelderin. And that Lelderin was one of those who just kind of accepted it to be that way too. Yeah. And just like Mandrell and that made Gary and really upset. Like, well, how can you just yeah. be okay with that? Why don't you do something to change it? You know? Yeah. Um, and so as Barrack really likes the idea of doing some damage to this dude and says, I'll go with you. That sounds good. So they're, they're whipping the slaves and making them jump around, make sure they're not lame to show them off for the Mergos. And, and Garen's sort of, saying to the others now just calm down mom paul says we're supposed to you know just be cool stay out of sight yeah. and it's then that uh with all the jumping around that the slaves are doing the chain snaps that's tying them together and one of them gets loose and just runs and dives into the water mm -hmm. to escape mm -hmm. did you want to talk about yeah. this next part yeah um so the Naisen is getting upset because it's, you know, he paid good money for it and they want to stop him. And, and Mandarellen's like trying to get him to come over to them. You know, they'll get him to safety kind of thing. And, but he's already jumped in the water. And, you know, the Naisen knows already what his fate is going to be. Mm -hmm. Just like we saw already that there's those leeches in the water. Mm -hmm. um and so he like starts to you know sing and i don't know is this the point where they see he comes up and the, there's leeches all over him he's yep. pulling them off and that's taking chunks of skin off of yep. him and yep yep yeah oh. um and, and through all this is the moment when garion it's it says that garion's mind exploded and then well. he 
the thing okay. that the, the just just before his mind explodes, the last thing that sets him off is so this guy's in the water struggling and trying to rip these leeches off himself, pulling his own flesh off in chunks, and the Murgos laugh. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets really upset. Yeah. You know, I mean, it would be upsetting just seeing the man in the water suffering like that too. But he just like Yeah. Yeah. And so he just shouts the words, be there. And the man coasts from the water and suddenly up on the shore. And it's not just that uh, he shouts the words, he 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 he, ga he gathers himself and it just it's described as he has this awful concentration. Like he can, I can almost feel him sort of pulling himself in and holding it really tight and then like be there. Mm -hmm. And, and this, this big surge, like a big tide just comes out of him. Yeah. Um, and Mandarin uh, had to catch him or he, fall, he would have fallen. Mm -hmm. And the Took sound, energy. Is, the sound in his head, you know, that sound that he hears when people do magic around him. Uh-huh. Well, that's what I assume it is. It was deafening. Like it's so, it was so loud. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine it's coming out of his own body this time instead of around him. And it's coming and, from inside of him. And it's, yeah. that would be overpowering. Yeah. Especially with all that emotion, I can imagine. Yes, all that uncontrolled kind of emotion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a pretty cool scene though. To see yeah. him yeah. use his abilities. And this time he used it for a good purpose, which will be interesting to see how he handles this at this time versus the last one where he, you know, killed Asherak with his hands. Yeah. Well, I mean, fire. so the, the slaves up there on near their boat now, so away from this, the, the Nissan boat, and he's lying there covered with these leeches. Yeah. And and so the other, like Barak and can't work out where he's gone because they're looking in the water for him. And then Mander Allen kind of points to where he is, like just word, does not speaking, just a bit shaky. But then the, the Nissan starts to row over uh, with the Murgo on the, you know, yeah, so that's when the tension really starts to build because they're like, they think these guys have taken their slave, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give him back, he's ours. Yeah. And they're like taunting, like, why don't you come claim him? Yeah. So they, don't <laughs> help. they don't help the situation. They're very, it's so, Beric, Beric, Hattar, and Mandarellen. Yeah. Those three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the three that are most likely to just, you know, <laughs> let's go to war just because we don't like you. Yeah. So they're all, they're doing the very polite, yes, come over. We, we would like to rip your head off. Come on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're invited. <laughs> yeah. Back and forth kind of thing. And then uh, the Murgo says, well, there's another way. And Garion can feel a force building and a faint sound inside his head. And he decides that, you know, so he has to do something about this. So he draws himself up again and gathers himself, even though he's feeling really weak from the last bit of magic he did. Um, and it's at this point that Aunt Paul comes out. Right. 
that's enough of that. So he was, uh, the Murgo was about to do some form of magic. Is that what it is? Well, that's is... what it seems like, yes. Okay. And then Aunt Poldo says, uh, she makes a comment, where is it, about he better know, oh, be sure you get it right. Oh, okay. Yes. Is she so, talking to him? Is she talking to the Murgo there? She's talking, talking to the Murgo. So the Murgo's muttering and sort of moving his fingers in intricate sort of ways. Yeah. And then Garion can feel something like pushing at him, like almost like a wind, even though the air is yeah. still. So you can feel this energy. And Art Paul says, make sure you get it right. If you forget something, it's going to explode in your face. And she's talking to the Mergo when she says that. Yeah, right. And so I'm wondering if he's trying to conjure some kind of magic that's, I mean, Mergos do magic uh -huh. as part of their way, Gro right? Well, but the Grollums do magic. Okay. Mergos as a, as a race, they're just a race, but the, the uh, sorcerers okay. are Grollums. Okay. So this one is a Grollum. One right? can assume. Yeah. Well, yeah, she says it here too. Oh, yes. So she, so then she shows him how to do it and she just like blows him away with a So I was just wondering like what type of magic would it be? Mm. Uh and why would it be so difficult for him to get it right? Like he's trying to do something above his skill level. That's a very good I question suppose. and I'm hesitant to answer it because I know the answer, <laughs> but I think... Spoilers? Yes. Okay. So I'll suffice to say that it's not the same kind of magic. Okay. Well, it doesn't seem well, see, like the, the same kind of magic. Or even though, like, it will, it'll get more into it, into the how of the magic in upcoming chapters... Right. Um, or maybe even in the next book. I'm, I can't remember exactly. So, so yes, you are right to pick that it seems different. Uh -huh. Well, the thing caught my attention was the finger movement because I thought back to the finger language. So I was wondering, is it related to that in any way? Or is it like they're speaking with their fingers and casting a spell? That kind of thing. So uh, it's not just... it's not anything to do with the secret language. Okay. This particular instance, no. Okay. So yeah, she she basically kind of just blows them away with her her yeah. spell and just kind of ends it all. Yeah. You know? She's so great. She's like, back to your master dog. Have him beat <laughs> you for not learning your lessons. <laughs> yeah. So the men are all upset. The boys are upset because they lost their fight. Yeah. You know? like, and she's just like, and why did it. you have to spoil it? Like the yeah. little boys. I know. Oh, you know, grow up. <laughs> and then, okay, this bit, she turns on Garion and her, she's furious. And a, mm -hmm. the, she's described as the white lock on her brow was like a streak of fire. Yeah. Yeah. So they have the conversation about the man that he saved. And she says, it's kind of like, it reminded me again of the Witcher. Um, 
with Yennefer when she first portals and it it like puts a target on her back kind of thing like like uh I forget what they call her teacher but that that lady knows like oh she's there and I know where to find her now mm-hmm. it's almost like the same kind of feeling here when Aunt Paul tells him you you did that magic basically let everybody know we were here isn't that kind yeah. of the same thing oh totally and I love the connection that you're making um you know she's she's furious because he's just burst out with this 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 really uncontrolled loud magic for someone who's basically already dead because the leech bites were poisonous yeah yeah but he didn't know that but he didn't know no of course not (laughs) you know he did this like the guy was still alive he was trying to save him and he's Mm -hmm. just like lost his shit and she is just so I mean I can see it from both sides but she's just like you idiot you won't take any instruction and then you burst out with this bloody uncontrolled magic and just tell everybody where we are for the sake of a dead man (sighs) right right and so Gary and looks over at the man too to see he actually is dead his body is like yeah contorted and yeah oh he suffered in painful death i'm sure yes Yes. and so then it sort of goes in you know they they just garyan's is like on the edges of his skin he's all emotion and spent power at this stage like he's exhausted from doing magic that he can't control and doesn't doesn't want like he's so he's busy rejecting this power that he has and is using but doesn't know how to use it properly and and aunt paula has just kind of been watching him you know bubble in the background and and trying to in her way like encourage him to come and like accept her help so she can actually give him some kind of instruction but like let's face it we're mothers we are not the people that our children come to for instruction <laughs> we are not those people uh, right <laughs> they only especially come to a us. teenager yes. especially a teenager they only come to us when life blows up in their fucking faces and they have no other option anymore as far as they uh. can see it <laughs> Yeah, right. And he and Garion is he's just furious with her and he's Oh so and he's has so a yeah big rant about he's it. He's sick and he's sad and he's exhausted and he feels stupid and just so angry. Yeah, and the, the fact that he tells her you and I are finished seems oh. a little bit a little like it seemed unreal because can you really ever be finished with the person who raised you have you ever been in like one of those the flow of a rant and you just you're looking at yourself going just shut up and you Mm -hmm. can't Mm -hmm. yeah so you know he 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 gets there by stages he's like accuses her of not being human says some really really awful things about her 
um, you know, you're thousands, you're thousands of years old. Our lives pass by in a blink. We're nothing but entertainment to you. You know, well, that's it. I'm tired of being manipulated. We're finished. <laughs> yeah. And he realises that it's gone to gone further than he, you know, he didn't mean for it to go that far, but he just it just came out of him. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you know, when you get that angry and she, you know, she responds with just as much anger, I felt like, though. Oh, totally. Stupid boy. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that she's endured all of this kind of anguish and pain just to be there for him. Like and I was interested. Yeah, and I was interested in that comment thousands of years <laughs> so she's talking about before he was born she had to go through a lot just preparing for his arrival or has he been alive longer than he knows no no he hasn't been I arrived think. longer than his days but you know we all come from somewhere someone don't we multiple yeah. someones if it's been thousands of years hmm. okay yeah that just confused me is that a little bit uh, less confusing now I guess so. Well, you think about it. Where did you come from? Where, uh, well, universe. you have parents. You have parents and grandparents and great grandparents and great great grandparents and aunts and uncles and yeah, yeah. You didn't just pop out of the void. Well, it's just the way she says, "You've been my only care for over a thousand years." So, so expand the picture of you. Mm. So ultimately you, so, so preparing, so prepare, almost look at it as preparing the way mm-hmm. for thousands of years. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, yeah. I just thought the sentence was worded weird to, yeah, to get that message across. And but yeah, it makes sense. It's like pruning everybody who was before him that was going to lead to his birth kind of thing, I guess. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so she's just, upset because she sees that she's suffered so long to just yeah. be there for him. And he's not uh, seeing it that way at all. He's seeing it. Well, he's got such a small, he's so young. Like, yeah. He has no clue, really, of the bigger, any kind of bigger picture. He's so self-absorbed at the moment. And, you know, and she is just as angry, but she's not yelling. She's, like, deathly quiet. And she's delivering all of these, this list of trials and horrors and pains and sufferings she's gone through. Yeah. And she's also, we will never be finished. You owe me too much for that. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> so, yeah, that just gave you a different perspective on her. Mm-hmm. Almost like the selfish side of her. Like, you owe me because I did all this, so you owe me. Um, so it's almost like maybe she didn't, at least in the beginning, maybe she didn't feel it was fair that she had to take it all on. That she had to sacrifice so much for him and maybe not until he was in the world and she started feeling the attachment to him that she changed her mind about that but just like in any fight 
the, all that resentment will just pour out even if you've let it go mm -hmm. if I, you get angry enough wonderful wonderful observations darling and yeah. then everyone's just silent shocked to the shit yes <laughs> and just well, don't want to be part of that <laughs> like, and she's okay i'm yep. I'm walking the other way now. Yeah, so Paul just goes. She just leaves. Mm -hmm. And Garion's left feeling very ashamed and very small and very alone. Yeah. And I would too. I would too if I had just yelled at the person who raised me like that. Yeah, hello. Yeah, that's the chapter. But haven't we all had that had that? A conversation slash argument with one of our children that ends in them saying, I hate you. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Already only nine years old. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Many more to come, I'm sure. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so that's that. So we're going to the magic now. So my magic is Polgara's long life. Yep. Simple and straightforward. Yep. Mine is too, because mine is Gary and moving the man with his mind. But I was going to ask about that. So mm -hmm. is it the will and the word, or is it just one or the other that they have to be used together for him to be able to do that? What do you think? Together. Yes. You have the will come up and then you use the word to activate it. Correct. <laughs> Like slime, activated. Like slime. Yeah, you, know, you have to have an activator for slime to become slime. You've been at a Girl Scout camp, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have children, and slime is the thing right now. <laughs> I've never made slime, and I don't really like the way it feels. So, I'll tell you, it's all over our carpets, and I'm not thrilled about that. But. There's nothing I can do once and it's in the carpet. And I'm not thrilled about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I just gave myself a little dizzy headache from laughing. Take a breath. Down into my feet. Okay, some um, real life relating. So my real life relating is the hard the list of hard choices that Polgaris made over the course of that long life of hers and always it seems like she's had to make them for a greater purpose than her own pleasure or happiness <laughs> and all the most difficult decisions I've made and actions that I've taken in my own very short life um, have been for others well so it seemed um, you know, but ultimately, what do I know? Because I don't know what my own best interests are, you know, <laughs> borrowing from a little phrase that I'm studying at the moment, because everything happens yeah. as it does. And purpose or not, divine timing, you know, what do I know about that too? Reality happens and I can choose to fight it or flow with it. But I guarantee if I choose to fight with reality, I will lose every single time. Reality wins every time. That's the way it is. 
Well, and the more you fight it, the the more that specific reality you're fighting gets like intense, intense, mm. and you know you get deeper yep. in it. And the thing about flowing is that I think people have a misconception sometimes that going with the flow is like giving in or giving up, and just going with what's happening. And that's not the, the case at all. Going with the flow is not an in, not a passive thing. It's not an inactive action. Um, you know, because you go, you, you, you go with the flow of a thing, you let it direct you and then open your eyes at where you end up being pointed and really mm -hmm. seeing what's in front of you, you know, seeing reality for what it is, not what you, what I want it to be or what I wish it was or what it could be, just what it is and being with that. Yeah. The other the other way to look at being in the flow is the accept acceptance of what is and that as soon as you accept what is then from that place of acceptance you can go take action but yeah. do not act in a place of resistance because you're just gonna put yourself deeper into that reality you don't want yep so that makes Pretty sense much. to me what you said <laughs> it made sense to me um <laughs> Hopefully the listeners understand too. Oh yes, they're used to me rambling. Oh, let okay. me let well, us let us know. Well, you know, rambling. I just totally dismissed myself, and I am going to back up a little bit and say no. That was really important what I just said. And yes, I don't have don't need to shrink up and pretend like it's not important. That's important. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I do that too. So I'm glad you caught yourself. Um, my personal insight uh, is kind of similar, but it's more specific to being the parent, like Aunt Paul, uh, who's misunderstood by the child. Like, you know, as a parent, you know, I'm sure a lot of you guys understand this. Being a parent, you know, you're doing the best you can do or what you feel is best for your child at that time, but they don't see it that way. And that's like you were saying, Sandra, that I hate you <laughs> comes out because they don't, they don't see, they don't understand that you've had the experiences and that you are trying to just gently guide them away from the same experience. Of course, they, if they have to go still go through it, they have to go through it. But if I can kind of just gently guide around that or a different direction, I'll try to, but it doesn't usually work. It just, you know, no, but I think also, also it's, and it's, so it's not pointless to, to be the guide. It's not pointless to provide that guidance. Right. Yeah. Because that goes in where they won't act on it. They won't, they'll, they'll pretend that they have not paid any attention to anything you've said, but at some point when they go ahead and make all of the stupid mistakes anyway, they will remember the things you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just went through this last night, so it's fresh in my mind. <laughs> and very yeah, often like, they'll very often they'll remember it and come out and present it to you like an amazing insight that they've just thought of. <laughs> oh, that, uh, that hasn't happened yet, but I can imagine. Oh, that must be a teenage thing. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. Still too young for mine. Mine are still too young for that. But um, yeah, that's mine. 
Mm. Very good. So now we go into Prophecy Speaks. question this week is what happens if I relinquish control of some business activities <laughs> and just so you guys may not know like this is an extremely if you remember back to the OCD episode with Sandra it's the same thing it's that intensity for her to be able to give up some control of these activities for her business so I feel like I'm going to cry. You can do it. Like this is a really big deal. Yeah. You know, I have someone who I trust offering to help me with things. And I'm like, like, oh, I just go, it's like my brain goes into spasm. So, and I don't know what, you know, okay, whatever. This is my question. What happens if I relinquish control of some business activities? Okay. And the book I'm using is The Grand Sophie. It's by Georgette Heyer. And I just love Georgette Heyer's book. She has some wonderful, strong female characters. And it's all sort of Edwardian and old. Um English society romances and stuff. And I love them. And this book, I've got a little book my sister made me for my 40th birthday. It's a hand bound, like it's hand bound. It's cute. I like and the size. Hardcover. This is just a little like A5 size. Uh-huh. A5, A6 even. It's just tiny little, and I just love it. So this is the book I'm using. I don't want to ask the question. <laughs> what happens if I relinquish control of some business activities? Oh, I forgot this is really small writing. Okay. The thin man snapped an imperative finger and thumb, rather in the manner of a conjurer, and a groom seemed to spring up out of nowhere and ran to the grey's heads. I'll see them stapled, Sophie, and come in presently with my mother, Mr. Rivenhall said. Sophie nodded and walked up the steps, saying, there are two more in the party than you were expecting, Gaston. You won't mind that, I dare say. It makes nothing, mademoiselle, he replied grandly. Madame awaits you in the salon. The Marquisa was discovered reclining upon a sofa in a drawing room facing the, so- the south lawn. The April sunshine was not overpowering, but the blinds had been drawn a little way across the windows to exclude it. As these were green, like the upholstery on the chairs, a subaqueous light dimly lit the apartment. Sophie immediately flung back the curtains, exclaiming as she did so, Sankia, you cannot go to sleep when your visitors are almost at the door. A faint moan came from the sofa. Sophie! My complexion, nothing so injurious as sunshine. How often have I said it? 
Sophie walked over to her and bent to kiss her. Yes, dearest, thank you. But my aunt will think you quite odd if you lie there in darkness while she gropes her way to you. I guess, do get up. So this scene, the character Sankia mm -hmm. uh, is a Spanish lady who is very uh, lethargic and lovely and, you know, she's just always relaxed and lazy and um you know she she has a strength that she has a strength and can do for herself but she's just like this is her personality it's just you know she mm -hmm. lets other people do for her when she doesn't have to do for herself right and so if i've got somebody in coming in and throwing open the the curtains to clear my view, maybe I can just sit up and enjoy that. Mm -hmm. Just think about like the room, the space you would make for more just time. That's not always hovering over a desk. I just space in my head where I'm not worrying that I don't have time to do that thing and mm -hmm. being able to focus on what I am doing. Yeah. You can start too with just one, one thing, just delegate one thing and see yeah. how it feels and see how it goes with her doing it or this person doing it. And yeah. when you see that, they can do it the same as you can do it. <laughs> then try the second thing. Because all you have to do is you already know how you want it done. You just give them the instructions. Yeah. And they just follow step by step and then it'll be done just how you want it. Yep, yep, yep. I have. Yes, yes. Something I learned a lot about on all those business courses I took. <laughs> <laughs> how to delegate your tasks I'm like, but first i have to have a business to be able to delegate okay so look out for some delegated things you because <laughs> you know we have we've been vague enough the other the person i'm talking about you know relinquishing a little bit control to is the lovely alicia oh uh, okay <laughs> There you go. You see? And I <laughs> I already know. I know. I see. So I can just duplicate what you've been doing. Yes, 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 yes. <sighs> okay. That's me. Are I'm you, done. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. Not hyperventilating. No, no, I'm actually, I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay, good. Um, mine, I'm so torn between two different questions today. Even now I have that one down. I kind of want to go back to the other one. So let me just really quickly. Put the other one in. No, 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 no. Ask the question before you look. You can't choose the looking. question. You I'm can't choose looking. the question based on the answer. No, I'm not. No, oh, okay. I'm not. I'm just holding the book ready. <laughs> 
Um, I, yeah, I'm going to go with my other question. I'll change it up later. Um, well, but let me put I it want... in for you. Tell me what it is and I'll put it oh, in okay. for you. Okay. So it's kind of extended from last week's, um, but I want to, I want to know the, the ways that I am stopping myself from being seen specifically on social media, but in, in every aspect, really. Um, what is it inside? I guess it's related to those structures again, but specifically what is inside of me that stops me from expressing myself openly out of, because it is fear. I know it's fear, but fear of like what? What okay. specifically is What that? am I afraid of? Because I, I stopped myself, like we were talking about for the call, I stopped myself on social media from really being who I am. Uh-huh. And that's why I fall into like trying to mirror other people. Okay. And I don't want to do that at all. I so, just want to be me. What am I afraid people are going to see if, if I am yeah, truly myself on social media? <laughs> Oh, the way you're looking at me. But yeah, that's, <laughs> that is the wording I was trying to get out. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to delete the other one. Yeah. I'm still using the same book. Okay. So, okay. What am I afraid people are going to see if I'm truly myself? And I'm using this book that I just started reading and I'm really excited about it. It's called Meta Human and it's by Deepak Chopra. Mm -hmm. Um and oh, I just love it. Okay. Let's see. The statements express different sentiments. Oh, maybe I should read the statements. So the statements he's referring to are, I hate my body. You're only as old as you think you are. Youth is wasted on the young. I used to have a perfect figure. Okay. The statements express different sentiments, but each reflects the separation of mind and body. I hate my body comes from someone who feels trapped in physicality. The person is bemoaning what she has done to her body or what her body has done to her. The state of separation is obvious. I is playing the part of the victim and body is the culprit. You are only as old as you think you are is much more optimistic, asserting that the mind can overcome the deterioration of aging. Yet, as we all know, this is in part wishful thinking. Aging is an inexorable process. It is much better to have a positive attitude toward it than a negative one. Society is benefiting from the new old age, which envisions every stage of life as vigorous, productive, and healthy. But a thought or belief isn't the same as a state of awareness. You're only as old as you think you are cannot substitute for the true self. When established in your sense of self as a permanent state, aging holds no threat because you identify with the timeless. We will go into what the timeless state means in the next section. A good attitude toward the aging process still leaves you trapped in your story. 
Okay. <clears throat> so I'm gonna change like the statement about statements about body and you're only as old in old age uh, to being seen like maybe something like I'm insecure and in being seen um, and relating that to what he says about uh, it doesn't matter if it's a positive or negative attitude it still leaves you trapped in your story that's the part that just that last little phrase like a good attitude toward anything aging process or whatever still leaves you trapped in your story and this reminds me of Eckhart Tolle when I read in his book a similar phrase you know it's that being trapped in duality you're still trapped in your mind which is ego and therefore you aren't fully consciousness you aren't fully who you who you really are and to answer the question what happens oh I'm reading your question what am I afraid people are going to see if I am truly myself on social media? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Can I say? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Your imperfections. You're afraid they're going to see that you're not perfect. Hmm. Okay. Could be. I think, yeah, well, I think related to that, that it's, it is that I am not like most people on social media. I'm very different than most that would use it, the way they would use it. Which is, which is something you see as an yeah. perfection. Right, right. Yeah. And why I've fallen into mirroring others mm. so much because I felt that to truly express the way I wanted to express using social media nobody would engage or, or want to be part of change, that they would think I was boring change imperfections to weirdness your own special kind of weird yeah 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 I think that's more it because I have a really unique perspective like I talk about fiction and really deep I mean we do it here too but in my own head, the way my mind is always, always, always just running fictional stories through and, and realizing like, oh my God, like the other day it was Willy Wonka and I'm gonna do a post about this. I was watching Willy Wonka, this is side note, I was watching Willy Wonka with my kids, the original one. And it's that song, uh, something <clears throat> about imagination. Mm -hmm. Um. I can't think of the two now, but he was talking about manifestation. He was talking about using your imagination to create a life that you want. Mm -hmm. And I freaked out because I'm like, as a child, I would have never, ever, ever saw that connection. And then I texted my cousin the link and I said, Willy Wonka is singing about manifestation because him and I are like mm -hmm. buddies about that kind of talk. And he responded because he's the composer, right? He responded with weird I am in the process of getting the rights to that song so that I compose, I can compose my own version of it. And I was just like, okay, so now we're like manifesting something about Willy Wonka, you know, 
between the two of us because we're both on the same page about this one song that's talking about manifestation and it's just that stuff that I get so nerdy and excited about and I feel afraid to show that on social media but that's what I want to share that is what I want people to open up to because that's how I transformed myself and so that could be the answer for other people to transform too when you start you're going to be surprised at how many people think that way. Yeah. Just nobody talks about it. <laughs> Correct. Well, more people are talking about it than, well, I mean, that's the, sort of, that's the sort of stuff that's all over my Facebook, but I've been very careful to curate a very particular kind of social media feed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you will be, you, you are not alone, darling. <laughs> yeah I think it's yeah it is because of the people I have been involved with since I started this business stuff hmm. are not they're not this at all they're not this type of personality so and and even then you might be surprised yeah yeah well that's what I'm finding like I'm gonna take a little time but I'm finding that like with that group that I'm going to start teaching my stuff in mm-hmm. um, when I talked to her about it and she is one of those just like a typical basic straightforward entrepreneur mm-hmm. who's she, she has a good heart and all of that uh, as soon as she heard my explanation it was just like the jaw drops and they're like oh my god I never thought of that but that sounds amazing yeah. you know so it is it's just in my head it's, it's all in my head so well, that's where everything is you know you got that helps that helps yeah good yep excellent so prediction for the next chapter um last week i said they will hear, oh, I spelled that wrong. They will hear news from Wolf, but it won't be good news. Maybe they've been held up or something's happened to Silk and he has to save him. The gang will have some trouble with the locals while docked in Mesa. Okay. So they had the... some trouble. Yeah, they did. Um, this week, I th- I'm predicting next chapter, Garion is going to be moody again uh, after his fight with Aunt Pole and, and going through that magic again and that the uproar from that the the game created with the between the ships the fight they're about to have is going to give them some problems okay the the locals there okay cool that's the name of the song isn't it pure imagination no willy wonka yeah well that's gonna bug me now that's okay i'm gonna put it in the show notes there'll be a link to the video clip um but we're at the end of the episode darlings thank you so much for spending all this time with us if you're getting if there's something that comes up for you from the conversation you're very welcome to come into the facebook page or send us a direct message on um, instagram if there's something that you want to talk about you're very welcome like come on in start a conversation and I promise you that if there's any bullshit that goes on on our public Facebook page, I will 
take care of that. There's no bullshit bullying and stupid carry on allowed. So you can have a conversation there and feel safe. Yep. So I want to have conversations with you. That's yeah. what we do this for. <laughs> yeah. To connect with you guys. Absolutely. And then, you know, other people see that and they can have conversations too. Mm-hmm. But um, but anyway, so thanks for hanging out with us again this week. You can find all the extended show notes and links to all the things that we talk about on the show in our, on our website, belgariadandbeyond.goddesskindle.com. Head over there and check it out and sign up to the mailing list while you're there. Um, you can leave a voice message for us and there'll be a link in the show notes for you to do that. And just let us know if you don't want your message to be included in the show. You can email belgariadandbeyond at gmail.com. Also, another way of contacting us with all your questions and comments. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Belgariad and Beyond. And um, we are indie artists, Alicia and I. So the best way for you to support this show is to become a patron. And you can find out more about that at patreon.com forward slash Belgariad and beyond. And there'll be a link in the show notes for that. This episode of the show is brought to you by Goddess Kindled Universe's Facebook page. Yeah, I thought I'd do something a bit different. So this, yeah. this, I'm running a series of live videos this week where I'm talking about ways to stop feeling like you're spiraling out of control and spinning off into the universe and, and how to get some peace through the noise of all those internal voices that carry on in your mind. And the videos, are, they're only a few minutes long each. So come and visit and get to know what I do when I'm not here on the show. Talk a little yeah. bit about how I help people. So I'll put a link in the show notes again for that. So come and check yeah. me out. Yes, they're really good, good videos. If you're, <laughs> especially if you're stuck up in your head, to help yeah. bring you back. Oh, and if you want to talk about this, episode use the hashtag pure imagination i forgot to say that mm-hmm. yeah and go watch really walk <laughs> talk about imagination and magic absolutely I mean, always filled a... with it oh i love it that first movie though the original the one with gene mm-hmm. wilder that part right. where they're going through the tunnel and it's all yeah. like cra- that <laughs> freaks me out it still freaks me out <laughs> I think that that scene bothers a lot of people. <laughs> it's I've very, heard a lot of people say that. It's very psychedelic. It's very uh-huh. strange. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, that's it for this week. So yeah. Sorry. Better say goodbye. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm drifting off. Lost just, in the uh, tunnel. I'm I'm in this I'm in the tunnel of psychedelia and I'm just it's time for me to go to bed I think yeah yeah so we'll see you or we'll talk to you guys next week I almost did it <laughs> I'll talk to you guys next week yeah bye everybody bye <laughs>